The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. How you doing? Hope you had a good week. Welcome to the weekend. You made it. I wanted to do a little gossip sesh today. I don't normally do that. I, I, you know, I don't typically talk celeb gossip, but you know what? There's a, there's a lot of hot tea going on and I figured, you know what? May as well bring in the person that I, you know, I get most of my celeb gossip from. She's literally got her finger on the pulse of it at all times. So welcome Amanda Hirsch, AKA not skinny, but not fat. Hi, thank you. Yeah. So I feel like normally you're the one that's spilling the tea. I get, you know, from your Instagram stories. You know, I'm obsessed with Courtney and Travis. The last thing that was posted today, their picture at Amangiri, I think. I'm in Geary. I'm in Geary. Yeah. It's probably just all like rich people and celebs there all the time. It's wild. It looks so gorgeous. And you could just know that they're there just from like the side glimpse of a corner of a photo that they posted. And we got like, we got a pretty hot and heavy Kravis pick from there. They're celebrating (laughs) Courtney's birthday, which I love because that means that she's a birthday month kind of gal, you know? As she should be. How old is she? 40. 42. Two? Oh God, she's so hot. Is that goals? Like, I know people are going to say, if I had a private chef, a private trainer, and I'm like, not for sure. Like, if no. I had a private chef, private trainer, I could still tell the chef to make me cookies. I could still... <laughs> not use my home gym. I could still make up an excuse for my trainer. So I I don't like when people say that. I feel like that's a not giving the person. Does it make shit easier? Yes. For example, when I was in college, we had a gym in college. It was free. Did I go ever? No. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I had the best deal with this like personal trainer, Israeli guy, down my block. He gave me and my two sisters private lessons. Like we were basically the Kardashians. We went (laughs) for a little while, but then I was like over it. So like give her the props of being super hot, super hot. And she takes really good care of herself. She does. And I think she doesn't edit her pics, which like, I'm sure people are better at than me at like dissecting. I like suck at knowing, but like I just, she's my fave. She's definitely, well, her and Chloe were always my faves, but she's definitely become my fave, especially now because I feel like Travis has brought out this like really like fun, carefree side of her. Before it was just, it was the whole like, no sugar, no fun. It was like, now she's like, eating Tootsie Pops, which are like my favorite candy as well. So I'm like really into that. But it's just, I feel like she's living her best life. She makes it look so fun to be in a situation that isn't fun. I mean, she had three kids, didn't work out with her baby daddy. She's like, she was single for so many years, but like she makes me want to divorce my husband, be a single (laughs) mother for a while and move on to like a rocker 
tattoo guy that will like dream of sex with me all day, which is what he says. But at the same time, I'm like, how are they so sexual? And is it a little bit too much of a display? And you know, I'm a stand, like I'm a blind stand, but I'm just wondering, like, you know, when like a couple is too cute on Facebook or something and you're like, you know, shit isn't good if they're like too cute on Facebook. I think about that. Is it like too much too soon? Like thou doth protest too much kind of situation. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's like they've been friends for so long. So maybe it's just been this like pent up sort of like sexual tension. That's finally just like bursting at the seams with them that they're able to just like, you know, be overcome with it. Like who knows? But like, maybe I'm going against my better judgment and just being like, who cares? It's amazing. I don't know. But like, I'm so invested in this relationship that like, they can't break up. Like I will be devastated. I also think somebody said to me today and I'm not like, it's easy to suck me into conspiracies and stuff, but I'm usually like against them. But I kind of, someone said to me today that because the season of keeping up is airing now, as we know, it's the final season on E and because the one of the main storylines are like trying to get Corny and Scott back together, which is like so annoying on so many levels. And we could do a podcast just about that. Maybe there is a vibe of like, while this is airing, like maybe not on on purpose thing or that it's like a super conscious effort, but like this is going on. You're with this new guy. Maybe you want to be like, I'm with this new guy. I'm like, this is my relationship. This is like my love. And like, don't believe what you're seeing on keeping up right now. That's trying to make you think like there is even a sliver of a chance with Scott. I mean, I don't think anyone would believe that even if I don't think she needs Travis to convince people that like there's no chance in how was if you read and there is like an article, I think it's an L article that really goes like step by step in Scott and Courtney's relationship. Or even if you go back and watch keeping up. I promise you, like, will there be cute Scott and court moments where you're like, oh, they're soulmates or like Scott's so funny or there's such a vibe? Yes. Yeah. But you'll also realize that like he fucked up, like even more than Tristan, even more than Lamar. Like we just didn't know back then that it was cheating or like they didn't put a name to it and social media wasn't as big. What went down between him and Courtney all those years and all those times that they got back together and broke up and got back together. It was because of his like probably infidelity, probably like too much partying, which we know. So I feel like don't blindly ship and don't blindly wish upon court a reunion with Scott because he doesn't deserve her. I don't know where he's at now, but the Scott that he was doesn't deserve the queen. Yeah, I think he he had ample time to get his shit together. Plenty of time to be the man that, you know, she needed and wanted him to be. And he didn't do it. He just was there just, you know, wishing it away. I don't blame her for finally, you know, finally finding somebody who she could like really, oh God. I want people to think about this too. If you're watching the season of keeping up and we're watching the whole Scott thing where he is like, court, like you're the one for me. And like, I love you. First of all, (laughs) I don't really buy it. And uh, my sister made a good point when I was talking to her about it. And I was like, wow, that's so smart. She said that maybe Scott is also playing into it because he knows that like people that love him on the show mostly love him 
because they ship like Squirt. So that's why he goes with that angle. Second of all, his complete dismissal of his relationship with Sophia pisses me off for yeah. Sophia. Like you go on, he had just broken up with her like a few months prior to filming. And he's like, yeah, Sophia like didn't like that. I like spend like, pre- like gave you a priority. She, Courtney's like, yeah. Cause she probably knows it's like bullshit. Then he's talking to her about getting back together. And he's like, yeah, the people that we've dated before, like they filled the intimacy stuff, but nothing else. You dated Sophia for three fucking years. She lived with you. Give the girl some credit or at least don't tarnish her name on like television. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's, that's fucked that's, up. That also shows shit about you. Like what kind of man you are. You dated the girl for three years say we love each other like you obviously loved her you obviously had a relationship with her that kind of shows what kind of man you are too and I'm sure corny doesn't appreciate it even though it's not that's why I feel like you could just tell she's not buying any of it and she's like yeah and he's like you're my priority and she's like yeah like also (laughs) because because, well that's her thing like she's kind of you know doesn't have too much to say but also because I feel like she knows it's bullshit it's just pissing me off so to all the blind squirt shippers I I beg of you to think deeper about it because I I was one I was one well I just look at that whole you know that storyline it's a lot of like tying up loose ends of just like where do we leave this Courtney and Scott thing because it was like that was like a a running thing throughout the whole series that they had to like you know they wanted to put some kind of button on it they wanted to like you know to wrap it up a little bit and you know she, she was clearly over it he was clearly trying to squeeze something out of it but yeah to just to to be so dismissive of Sophia and just act like, no, I was just, we were just hanging out. It wasn't a big deal. It's like, mm, this, see, this is why. And then to turn around like weeks later and start hanging out with another child. Amelia. Thing, if it was a one-off, if you were like, oh, you like happened to fall in love with a 19 year old. You, you couldn't help to- it. She's maybe like older for her age. Yeah. But now you're dating another child. Like what is going on with you? What is happening? And bringing your children around another 19 year old girl. Like this is very problematic in my eyes. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't, I think that like I've stopped finding him attractive and you know how, like, I mean, I forgot what it's like to like date someone, but when one thing kind of turns you off and then you find a gazillion other things that turn you off. So that's kind of how I am with Scott right now. Like it also turns me off that like, I feel like maybe for Courtney too, like, Travis is self-made, right? He's a drummer. He's was a big star. Like he is Blink-182. Like Scott became who he was because of basically her and her family. So I don't know if that also is such a turn on or, I mean, yeah, he does like real estate shit, but it all, and I'm sure like without them, he would have been like still a party person. He's like from Long Island. He probably would have been like in the scene here in New York, but it's probably also like doesn't turn you on as much or do it for you that like the guy is like not, I don't know, that you kind of made him. Maybe that doesn't always feel so hot, you know? Yeah. So no wonder why Courtney wants to literally like 
suck on <laughs> Travis's, Travis's bones. All of them, his finger bones, whatever. Does other he bones turn you on? Got. Katie, you're like an emo chick. I feel like you're turned on by, by Travis. Oh, 100%. I would <laughs> do Travis Barker. Are you kidding? Yeah. He's probably just like amazing at what he does. Like he turned Courtney who like, I feel like isn't the most sexual of them into a, like a sexual beast. Like, I just feel like, like I said, I feel like we're just, she's like having like a, an awakening, a sexual awakening. And I love to see this side of her. Like, I feel like she was, she was tightly wound. She didn't like let loose, like cringe at all the things. And now she just is like, I love to see the side of her. Another couple that I'm also really, really feeling is the P Davidson and Phoebe, how do you say her last name? Is it Dinever? Denever? I'm not sure. I didn't even watch Bridgerton. Oh, you haven't watched Bridgerton? Yeah, I haven't watched Bridgerton. Is I that know. not, is it like not your thing or you no, just like is. haven't got around to it? Okay. No, it's going to start. I think I put up like husband, I episode one, and then I got a gazillion messages being like, don't watch it with us. And I was like, sorry, I'm going to have to watch it alone. And then I, to find time for like my alone shows. Right. Do you know what I mean? There's like two kinds of shows, a show you watch together and a show you watch alone for the show you watch alone. It's like, you have to find time when they're like not on your dick. So I haven't found that time. Did you see that Courtney? Sorry. No, I'm going to bring it back to my girl. (laughs) She's like legit in the van or like, however they got to Utah because Travis don't fly and they're watching Bridgerton, which like the sex, the sex, the sex. All right, we're going to pause for just a moment. Do you ever feel the pressure to keep up a healthy life? You try to work out daily, eat healthy 100% of the time and keep up with all the wellness trends and you just feel like you're trying so hard all of the time. And sometimes the simple act of using a stand-up desk or trying to get in a quick run is just enough to celebrate. I know I feel that way. Well, those are the days you grab a Coors Pure, an organic beer that is all about celebrating the wins of everyday life. It's organic, but chill about it. I know I'm all about celebrating the wins of life. And sometimes for me, that is just simply putting on workout clothes because I'm all about, you know, creating a balanced life. (laughs) I know that sounds silly, but, you know, we got to be kind to ourselves, especially these days, you know, but I love love, love Coors Pure because it is organic beer with zero sugar and only 92 calories, but it is the perfect crisp and refreshing beer to reach for while also living a balanced lifestyle. Because you know what? Carpe diem. I want to be able to celebrate life while also being healthy. So Coors Beer is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. So when you want to enjoy a beer without the guilt, reach for Coors Pure. It's organic, but chill about it. Go to CoorsPure.com to see where you can find Coors Pure. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Albany, Georgia. All right, back to the episode. So you should watch Bridgerton. I should, I should, so I should. So you should, could feel like you're in the tour bus having sex with, <laughs> with Travis, Travis. And Gordon. Wait, did you watch it with Tom or by yourself? I watched it by myself. Tom Tom would not, like, I mean, maybe, like maybe one day he'll watch it, but I don't, it's not really his. My husband for shows, it needs to be like, is there death? Is there cops? Are there like murder mysteries? Like, 
And if he'll see like the dress, like the, the corset and the dress and the hair, like he'll be like, no, I'm not going to watch the show. But yeah, Pete Davidson dating yet another up and coming star that's super hot right now. And none of us know how does Pete Davidson do it aside from having BDE. Okay. But Pete Davidson, I would also. Oh my God. You're so into all these dudes. <laughs> these are, this is your type. This is I, your type. We found it. Mary fuck kill. Pete Davidson, MGK, and Travis Barker. I'm going to marry Travis. I'm going to fuck Pete. And then I'm going to have to kill MGK. OMG. That's not what I thought you were going to do. I know. I, I had a feeling Pete was your least. I thought Pete was like the last on your list. Okay. I get what you're saying that there's something, but I feel like he's less sexy than MGK and Travis. I don't know why. But Travis is definitely the most like stable. I feel like they are still troubled. And other like couple, maybe not couple news. What's going on with Matt James? Maybe hanging out with what's her face? Rachel Kirkconnell. Yeah. Do you believe that there's like some kind of like reunion reconciliation going yeah. on? Yeah. 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 I do. I do. I do believe. I do think she's legit super obsessed with him. So like, did she come on maybe to like model for revolve and could easily? Yes. Even though they probably wouldn't take her after like what happened, but she also actually is obsessed with Matt James. I mean, she's problematic, but I don't know if she's the problem here. He oh, kind of is. is though. Well, I said that from the fucking beginning. And like, for those who don't remember or don't know this, when Claire was going to have her season before Corona, Matt James was supposed to be a contestant. And that was even shocking. Like Matt James, Tyler's friend, like you're going on the bachelorette to find a woman, even though you're hopping around town with Tyler C trying to hook up with the likes of Gigi Hadid, but you're going to not only go on the bachelorette to compete for a love of a woman, you're going to try to get a 39 year old woman when you're, you know, 30 or something. And then Claire, we all know, had the time to kind of look at who her dudes were because she admitted that on the season. And she wrote like a tweet or something that she doesn't want anyone coming on for like the wrong reasons. And she alluded to the fact that that she knows that there are guys that are already like on cameo or something. And like it was Matt James. She called him out, which I do Stan. I don't know. I had a bad feeling about him from the beginning. And then he, and then I, I kind of warmed up to him when he was doing all of his promos. Cause I was like, Oh, he has a personality and he's actually really hot. And like, I don't know. I got more into it. I was trying to hype myself up. And then he was like as dry as it like Amanjiri desert. I don't know. And, <laughs> and didn't like any of the girls. I feel like he wasn't, was he feeling anyone? Like was he, was he feeling I mean, you didn't watch it. I don't think you watched, but I would watch like your stories or I would read stuff and it just, yeah, just everyone was just bored with it. They were as bored as he was. It sounded like it was so boring, but Rachel fell in love with him. Yeah. All right. Something else that's happened this week. So the Zac Efron thing. So apparently Zac Efron did this Earth Day video and everyone was commenting about how he looked different. Did he look different? Yes. But I always feel like it is a slippery slope when we start commenting about how people look different. It's fine to say, to mention that someone looks different, but people become so vile and so mean. And I'm not talking about like you specifically or anyone specifically. I saw just like really horrific 
things that people were saying. And I was just like, dude, we don't even know what has happened or what's gone down. And people are like talking about how he's like ruined his face and he's what the hell did he do to his face? He's ruined his face and he's botched his face. And I'm just like, this is, can we just like cool it for a minute and let the dude live? Like, let's just wait. I think, you know, it just reminds me of just like those magazine covers we would see from back of the day of just like beach bodies. They would just be like, just so cruel to people and zoom in on cellulite. And just, it's just, I just feel like we gotta like really mind our P's and Q's when we start talking about people's appearances. Just I agree. I think, first of all, I saw the photo. I got it sent to me a bunch when I was like, that's not real. Like legit. This is, I'm such a bad journalist. Like people send it to me and they're like, I mean, have you seen this? And I was like, no, because it's fake. Like literally was convinced. And then I was like, wait, I'm going to watch the video. If you watch the video, it's much less drastic than if you just see the screenshot. If you watch him talking, then you're like, yeah, that's Zac Efron. Like, is he a little puffy today? Yeah. Like I put it up and I was like, sources say this is Zac Efron. So I don't feel like I was like too judgy on him. But at the end of the day, like, does he look a little different in that picture than we're used to seeing him? Yes. That's the thing. People jump to like, you know, when Chloe was over editing her pics and people were were like, she got facial reconstruction replacement (laughs) face surgery. And I'm like, no, she's like legit, just like over contours, over edits, over airbrushes, over Photoshop. So Zac Efron, could he have, I don't know, been puffy that day. Maybe he did get a little Botox, maybe tiny fillers. Maybe he was like, I don't know. Could be a lot of things. Was it like as drastic as people were making it seem? No, but I feel like it never is. People go wild. People go crazy. And also it's like, it's called like bodily autonomy. Like people can do what they want and that is fine. And, and they don't owe anything to anyone. And it's like, yeah, I know people get mad when people don't cop to things that they've done or whatever the fuck they think, you know, but it's just like, people are just getting so vile. And then they want to use argument of like, well, this is what they get when they want to be a celebrity. It's like, no, this is not what they get when they want to be a celebrity. Yes. Do they have their anonymity and privacy invaded? 100%. But when, since when does someone being a a celebrity give you a liberty to be a fucking asshole and treat them like a dog? These are human beings. So like, if you want to, like, there's no problem with like commenting or talking about it, but like people are just being so (laughs) cruel to the poor guy. And I was just like, dude, pump the brakes a little bit. This was a lot for like four hours. It was like just nonstop meanness. Plus he's still hot. Plus he's single now. He broke up with his Australian girlfriend. I saw that. I know. And at first I was like, oh, it's because she's supposed to be on a reality show. It's like, no, how about things don't work out as well? Like just like constant speculation. Who knows? But just everyone chill the fuck out. You know, I can't accept and shut up about like, you know, like Kylie Jenner's butt. Like I can't, like I want to, I can't. So (laughs) if anyone has a support group in mind. But I think there's a difference between blatant like work done and then like speculating whether someone's had like filler. But don't you remember that Kim like sat on an x-ray machine or something like proving that she I forgot like what she did. But like Kim also like it also is blatant. But like it's she's tried to say for years that it's not. 
an x-ray is not going to show. <laughs> and Kylie just put up a video the other day. She started working out. And whenever they get into working out, they're like second workout of the day. I'm like, Kylie, you used to like not work out once a day, but whatever. And she puts up this video of like her stomach, which is like, again, I feel like the ratio of hip to waist, like usually has a more proportionate ratio. And with her, it's like so obvious that it's a very taut stomach and then like a huge jiggly, like literally in the video, she's picking up her tights and like the whole thing is like, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like, I was literally like mesmerized. Like how, like I'm so mesmerized, but like I've had a big butt my whole life and like, First of all, it doesn't do that. Like it doesn't do, maybe it does that, but I don't know. Not like a water balloon, but. But like, listen, am I glad that big butts are like in and like accepted and loved? Yes. But I'll tell you why it bugs me with Kylie. Like I said, the hip to, to, to butt ratio, it's not natural. People follow her, you know, 200 million people follow her. They think that this is a body type that you could get somehow by doing the fucking Stairmaster. That pisses me off. I will say this, that if that was achieved through workouts, let's say squats or deadlift, which is what is claimed to be, your thighs would be in somewhat proportionate size to your butt. And they have like chicken legs. They have really thin, thin thighs. So it, it looks kind of bizarre when you're looking you're like why do you have like skinny 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 legs like you would have like more of like a muscular quad you would have like hamstrings like you your legs would look like really like built and defined if your butt was built by exercise and it's just not like just say that like you get like fat transfer like it's obvious like again and also again it's like it's not like a natural like shape that you would get just by you didn't build that by working out because nothing else is proportionate that you would get with working out when someone does work out like you see the people that are working out that have built butts that way and they're they have like built quads and they have hamstrings that pop it's not hard to figure out it's not hard to figure out yeah that pisses me off I think mostly because there there's so many people that follow them and think they're amazing and I do too love them and watch and everything. But I just think that I think it just helps to cop to something when you supposedly have some sort of social following responsibility that people can aspire to want to look like you. So they should have the facts of that. It's fucking impossible to, to look like that unless you freaking pay for it. They're super honest about it on like Real Houses of New Jersey. Dolores is like, yeah, I just got BBL, you know, like whatever. You don't owe it to somebody, but when when there's photos of you that you're trying to get like taken down and lawyers on it and everything like that because you're swearing that it's not altered and you don't alter your pictures and everything's like there's just a lot of like talking happening. And then, and then want, you know, to gain sympathy because, you know, you've been bullied. And it's like, I know Chloe didn't have it easy and I'm sure she's been called names. And I know that's not, that's difficult, but you, then you want to throw around like, because of beauty standards, are you talking about the beauty standards that literally your sisters and you are now responsible for like those ones? 100 percent. 
consent, Katie. Say it louder. Like, I love you, Chloe, but it's like, honey, you guys are literally the reason why, like, half this shit exists. Like, yeah. Like, we're trying to undo it. Trust. Like, everyone's trying, like, you know, but like, I can't. I can't. That was so. I love Chloe too. And she's. She has amazing qualities and she's a great person. And again, we've seen it. She's un, she, she went through bullying. She, people called her the ugly sister, the fat sister. I'm sure that sucks. And is it's probably hard to be Kim Kardashian's sister like as it is. Then be Kendall Jenner's sister as a fucking supermodel. And they called her, you know, that she's not even the real daughter of, uh, you know, Rob, Robert Kardashian, whatever. But but yeah, when she said the beauty standard standards thing, I was like, uh, that line should have been not because like, yeah, but yeah, the, the whole thing kind of made it more icky than if just let the photo circulate. I mean that the Chloe photo gate was a whole, and again, from an outsider's perspective, which like I get, I get you can't like, I'll see a photo of me and think it's horrible, but you, you'll see a photo of me and be like, no, man, you look fine, but I'll see flaws in it that you won't see of me. So I get it. But again, like that picture was like, I don't know. It's, it's wild. And I try to put that aside because I do love them so much. And I love, I could watch the Kardashians as contrived as it is, whatever it is I'll watch. And I do think that the family that they are and the the bond that they have and the way that they are is what makes the show special. And that's why I love watching it. They're entertaining. They're amazing. They're smart when something like this happens, it's like wild to me. I'm just like, but like you have so much going on. like, go like hang out with like your fucking dope family and your beautiful daughter and like put a finger in the air. Who cares? Yeah. Like you're hot. You would love to see the behind the scenes of that. Like I'd love to see the drama in the house of that, of everyone being like Chloe, like the Instagram live and oh my God. I know. Oh my God. Did you watch the Oscars last night? Did you watch the red carpet? I didn't watch the Oscars, but did you watch the red carpet? I like hashtagged Oscars and saw the red carpet on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. I I didn't even watch. Listen, I was thinking yesterday, let's do a rebrand for the fucking Oscars. Why do they have to make it the most boring thing I've like they even it looks boring. Like the hall looks boring. Like the the tables look boring. The mic like the music is boring. Like fucking it's a it's movies. This isn't like geography. Like it's not like <laughs> a, a dinosaur, you know, lesson by Ross and friends. It's like it's not it's it's about <laughs> movies. Like hype it up. Like I literally put it on and it was like that. And they started with like the foreign films, which like all due respect to the foreign films, but like, I just don't know most of them. And then you, then you, you have in your head, like, wait, they're going to get to the part where it's like the sound people and like the fucking, which like, I'm sure it's a really hard job, but no, I was just like, Amanda, you are not being like, no one, like sometimes I feel like there's a gun to my head being like, you have to watch an Amanda. And I'm like, wait, no one's actually (laughs) forcing me. I don't have to watch it. But I mean, like the fact that they like literally postponed it like two months or whatever to make it like a live uh, in-person event. I wanted to watch it because I was like, oh my God, like they're doing it and they're doing it. It's like, it's it's a thing. It's going to be in person. It's going to be live. It's not going to be a virtual event. And it was very like 
very unimpressive, supposedly. So, I mean, of course, I like watched the red carpet arrivals on E, but my favorites, I loved Zendaya. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. And she was in the Valentino. Valentino won the Oscars, as far as I'm concerned, because also Carrie Mulligan. Oh, she was in Valentino, too? Yeah. Oh, she was they, amazing, too. She was in gold. And then, and they were almost like kind of like similar, like gold and yellow. And then also Regina King in Louis Vuitton. Oh, she looked amazing. Yeah, we have the same. And Margot also looked amazing. But I don't know if it's because of the dress or because she's just like a floating goddess. It was a really effortless look in Chanel. I love the loose ponytail with like the bangs. It was like, it was a very like, it was just kind of like laid back, basically being like, I almost don't give a fuck, but like I'm at the Oscars. That's funny that you say that because <laughs> someone said to me and, and I I pondered because someone said like, it's kind of like day wear. So it's kind of like what you're saying, like that it wasn't, but I don't like, you know, like Amanda Seyfried was wearing that giant red gown and I was trying to appreciate it, even though like- No, I didn't like it. I was trying to like understand, like maybe that's the vibe. Like you need to be bald gown. It is. It is a, it is a very fancy affair, but like so many award shows during, during, you know, COVID times were so depressing because they tried to do like virtual audiences and like weird shit where you're like cringe, like we don't need this. So I get, and I appreciate the fact that they wanted to do it in person. And, um, but I really think that they can rebrand a little bit next year because I feel like I put up a poll, Katie Maloney Schwartz. Do you know how many people said they're watching out of 100%? 20. Less. But yeah. Really? Le- yes. That is insane. That is like, you don't, I feel like the Oscars should like ask me for my report because we're talking movies. We're not talking about some boring like history channel shit. They usually are. Like there's no like performance. There's no entertainment. It's so maybe like- hype it up. Hype it up. Yeah, that's all the 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 gossip that I had to bring to the table. Is there any like, did I miss anything? Oh, Selena dyed her hair platinum. You're a Selena lover. What do you think of that? I love when people take risks, when people do bold changes, reinvent their look. It's just hair. You can always change it. So like, I love your hair. By the way, I feel like it hasn't gotten enough like airtime. I feel like you didn't even post a pic to be like, you chopped off so much hair and you didn't make a big deal about it. I'm waiting. I'm slowly revealing it. Okay. It's so cute. It really is so cute on you. I don't want to like oversaturate my, my feet with things. I know, but like, (laughs) you're so, it's so cute on you. you. It's like, okay, we had Gigi's birthday, which is so funny. She turned 26. And when I first saw the pics, most of the paparazzi pics were outside her house and like, they were like going up to a food truck and they were completely like made up her and Zane and Bella and like friends. And I was like, they're so down to earth. They're just like going up to a food truck. And then I found out they like rented a food truck for a birthday, <laughs> but it still is a cute idea because they celebrated at home. They didn't go, they, try to go out to do big dinner. They yeah. made it like special and memorable. Yeah. I That's love still that. down to earth and her and Zane. I mean, kind of ship the situation. Are we ever going to see Kai? I feel like she really wants to show us Kai because, okay, for example, and I know we have to rub it up, but I'm like very cognizant of like podcast times, but for example, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas had a baby, right? And they just don't show the baby. Like there's no 
like no head of the baby, no toe of the baby, no like mention of the baby. Whereas Gigi, she's a variant of being a mother. She's very hands-on. She's with the stroller over the entire goddamn city. And she talks about being a mom and whatever, whatever. So I feel like she like secretly wants to show us the baby, but like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, but, but like is scared too. So like she might one day, but yeah, listen, always stuff happening. Thank you for bringing in your, you know, expertise on all the hot celeb gossip. I love to hear it, especially directly from you. And I love to like gossip directly with you about it. Cause normally I'm just like sending you messages to your DM box on Instagram. So thank you. Do you have a rage text of the day you want to share? Do you have any rage inside of you to anyone or anything? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? I'm full of rage. (laughs) I'm full of rage. Well, I just posted to my Instagram this morning. People don't always believe like, but when I post shit, like it's believe it. So I legit this morning, my husband in a very cute way was like, like, do you hate me? Cause I was probably rageful. And I was like, sometimes like I answered pretty honestly. And he was like, I never hate you. And he meant it so much. And I was like, I basically like Courtney replied to him and was like, oh, that's sweet. <laughs> and then for the rest of the day proceeded when he annoyed me to be like, see, this is why I hate you sometimes. And you don't hate me because I'm perfect. And, um, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that I is know. on being married. Oh, that's cute though. Well, thank you, Amanda. Make sure everyone follows Amanda at not skinny, but not fat on Instagram and listen to your podcast. It comes out every Tuesday. Yes. It's all here on Dear Media. And then until next time, I love everyone and be kind to yourself. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review. Follow along on social at Music Kills Kate and tune in next week for an all new episode. 